Coming to you from Commerce, Texas, this is Notably Texan on 88.9 KETR. I'm your host, Matt Minky, and I'm happy today to introduce you to part of a Texas duo who released their first EP in 2019, and they just put out their full-length debut album, Three Rivers, here in 2022. Their harmonizing voices and talents on instruments create a great take on Americana. Their names are Josh Glenn and Jimmy Wilden, but they creatively go by Yash and Yimmy. And my special guest from that duo on today's Notably Texan is Josh Glenn. Well, Josh Glenn, I want to thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Welcome to Notably Texan. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate you. I've been uh, really excited uh, to talk uh, well, originally I thought I was going to be talking to you both, but uh, you are, of course, uh, part of uh, Yash and Yimmy. You would be the uh, Yash part, but uh, <laughs> Yimmy couldn't make mm-hmm. it today, right? He uh, got caught up, yeah, I think, on the road. He's stuck in a monsoon. Yeah, he's, he's driving in rain right now, heading back from Austin. Uh, he's working on a documentary. I think it's. Uh, I think he told me he's working on a, a documentary about a luthier out in the hill country, Um for uh, Peterson guitars. But anyway, yeah, he's stuck in the rain uh, heading back home, and so he wasn't able to make it. Well, I've really been enjoying uh, this new Three Rivers release, uh, and uh, I've been appreciating the love that you guys have been giving the uh, the Notably Texan Facebook posts also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love it, and we love this opportunity. Um, glad you're digging the album. Put, put a lot of work into it. <laughs> well, I can tell. It sounds like it. Uh, I noticed that on your recordings, uh, you two have a really excellent sounding chemistry and you, you guys sound like you're just such good buddies uh how long have uh, you two been making yeah. music together now um we've been making music uh probably like seriously like in, starting in like 2017 um so seriously for about four or five years uh but we met in 2015 um and the first couple of years we were just kind of playing shows together opening up for each other uh i actually uh reached out to jimmy uh through my girlfriend who grew up in Corpus Christi, uh, which is where Jimmy's from. I'm from San Antonio, Jimmy's from Corpus. And so I was trying to find some shows outside of San Antonio just for my solo uh, stuff. And um, she introduced me to Jimmy. It was like, this is a, you know, a friend of mine growing up. And so I opened up for him. He was coming back from his 2015 tour and I uh, opened up for him and we both just kind of listened to each other's music. And we just immediately were just like kind of hooked on each other's sound and, uh, I saw a lot of potential, like Jimmy's songwriting uh, and just amazing uh, vocals and ability to harmonize um, are really what drew me to Jimmy. And um, and I don't know, I guess what whatever I was doing, Jimmy uh, enjoyed. So it was mutual. We just started playing shows together and then it just kind of we slowly started, you know, writing some songs and uh yeah, and it just kind of blossomed from there. Your vocal harmonies are hard to miss on the recordings, but I was interested in uh, what instruments each of yeah, you we, play. Yeah, so we both play acoustic guitar. Uh, I'm my primary uh, acoustic guitar and uh, and just vocalist. Um, Jimmy dabbles in uh, the piano a little more than I than I do. Uh, I do have a piano and I, I dabble, but Jimmy's a lot better at it. I also have a banjo hanging on my wall uh, that uh, I'm trying to give a little more love to. Uh, it's like one of my goals, or has been one of my goals uh, over the last few years to try to pick that up more. Uh, and uh but yeah mostly the acoustic guitar though and i I, when my solo stuff i use a looping pedal so and and i do incorporate some of that stuff into uh yash and yimmy uh the looping pedal of course being the you know the tapping and um stacking of sounds and uh and uh and that sort yeah some cool stuff with 
cool stuff with that. Oh, I know. I've I've really loved what people have been doing with that over a recent years here. The three yeah. the Three Rivers album is not uh, your duo's first release, though, is it? No, no. We have a our first EP that which we wanted to. Our goal was early on when we when we were starting to write our first songs together. Um, we wrote our first two songs that we wrote were uh, Whisper and a song called um, uh, Shadows on the Wall. And um, and so those two songs are featured on our first EP, uh, which is called Americana Summer, and we released that in 2019. Yeah, we recorded that at uh, Del Mar College in Corpus Christi. Uh, our friend, he was he's a student uh, at Del Mar at the time, and, uh, and he recorded us, he brought us in as part of his uh, end-of-year um, project. And so it, he was going to record uh, one song, uh, for us, but then we kind of convinced him to record an EP. So okay. we got this EP recorded for free, which is amazing. Uh, and he did such an amazing job on it. Um, it's got some of some of my favorite songs uh, that we've done on it. Uh, yeah, Jimmy uh, has a song called uh, The Day You Learn to Fly, um, which is a, a song that's about, you know, the life of Tom Petty and kind of embodying all the things that he brought to us. And uh, I wrote a song called Oh Universe. It's on that album. And then, of course, um, the two that I mentioned, uh, Shadows on the Wall and uh, and Whisper. Yeah, that was our first release. So, um, yeah, we're really proud of that one. Nice way to, to put out your first release, too, when you're <laughs> able to kind of get it done a little bit cheaper than <laughs> anticipated, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were really lucky. Well, uh, Yash and Yemi have a, a wonderfully eclectic mixture of songs uh, on this uh, latest record, which... Uh, I suppose the the album is best classified as kind of a roots Americana folk, but it uh, seems like you guys have a, a fairly diverse list of music influences. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of, um, for me anyways, uh, the Beatles. I know Jimmy was big into the Beatles, but I think he was he leaned more towards like, you know, when they, they're like, are you a Beatles or are you a Beach Boys okay. person? And I think uh, Jimmy falls into the Beach Boys category. I fall more into the, the Beatles. Uh, we both of course appreciate the other uh, but um but yeah so there's definitely a lot of old you know uh 60s 70s uh you know folk uh you know inspired music uh but yeah i think i think it's for me anyways it's a little less um like americana and a little more kind of just singer songwriter folk um but just yeah it is kind of a mixture of different stuff a lot of the some of the songs are old songs of mine like without a barrier is one of the oldest songs that I have uh, in my back pocket, and uh, you know I, I tried to release it years ago and it just didn't work. And then when Jimmy started playing on it and singing and harmonizing, it just it was like the puzzle, piece, the missing piece. And so I was just like, this is amazing. And so I knew it was finally time to release that song. So we've got some old songs, we've got some new songs. Like Proof was a song that we wrote um, for for the album, uh, and you know that's based on an old you know or uh, a trip that I took with my brother in the Appalachian uh, mountains. And, uh, you know, I even got a looping song by, you know, that I wrote like at the very beginning, it opens up with this, you know, this very, uh, slow build into like what, you know, um, ends up being one of my kind of psych more psychedelic, um, like looping, uh, folk experiments. And so, yeah, it really has a bunch of different stuff on it. Hopefully it's, uh, you know, not too all over the place for people, but I think that it's a really fun ride. Uh, and, I hope all the songs kind of flow together. That was kind of what we were trying to uh, accomplish with it. And so it's just kind of a roller coaster ride. 
Well, that's kind of uh, how the playlists on Notably Texan go anyway, because we're not uh, tied down to yeah. any specific style or era or genre of music. So it's a perfect album uh, to have in our repertoire here for sure. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad y'all are spinning it. I hope people really enjoy it. Are you a, a Texas native, by the way? Yeah, I am. Born and raised in San Antonio. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I've been, been places, but like I've always, uh, you know, resided here. Yeah. And what about uh, yeah, Jimmy? Jimmy, I think as well. Jimmy, Jimmy was born and raised in Corpus Christi. I know that uh, your hometowns uh, tie into the title of the new album, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. Yeah, we were wondering what to. We were debating whether just to do like a self self titled uh, release, and then we were we were kind of bouncing around different uh, you know potential album names, and and we just thought it would be kind of fun and interesting. I don't know. We constantly are like driving you know, back and forth, Jimmy up to San Antonio, me down to Corpus. And so we always pass three rivers and, uh, and the recording studio that we used, uh, isn't too far off from three rivers. It's uh, sound machine studios anyways, but yeah, it was right in the middle. And so we thought it would be kind of fun because we were both kind of, this album is kind of bringing a little bit of each of us into, uh, into the fold, into what it ultimately became. And so because of that, uh, we thought that we would just kind of meet in the middle, which is literally, you know, taking something very physical and like, and just, I don't know, it was just kind of fun. And we didn't um, have any other uh, better ideas, I guess. No, that's <laughs> but, cool. Uh, I think a lot uh, of... It kind of pre- presents a mystery. It's a kind of a mystery to it. So people kind of wonder, like, because it's not a song title on the album. So it makes you kind of wonder, but um, yeah, that's why. I'm talking with uh, Josh Glenn of Yash and Yimmy on... Notably Texan, this is 88.9 KETR. Tell me a little bit about your musical upbringing. Um, sure, yeah. So, uh, like I said earlier, I, I do listen. I, I was obsessed with the Beatles, like, and uh, so so much that I would, you know, I listened to all the anthologies, all the, anything that came out, um, you know, overseas that didn't get released in America. Like, it was just, they were some of the same songs, but just slightly different. Uh, yeah, so, I was really heavily into the Beatles. Uh, and then... Uh, was actually really into a lot of just indie rock. Um, just, I don't know, like there's a lot of obscure bands that I don't know if a lot of people will know, but like there's a Scottish indie indie band called uh, Frightened Rabbit that um, I grew up really loving. Um, and then there's also this guy, Matt Pond, PA, um, that just writes like really, I like, I think, poppy folk. <laughs> it was okay. like anything poppy folk, like I was really into uh, bon Iver, uh, or Bon Iver, however you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, so Jen Stevens, uh, Glenn Hansard, uh, Dawes is, uh, one of my new favorite, absolute favorite bands. And when, when did you get into kind of playing and writing your own stuff? I, I got a guitar, uh, when I was 15 and, um, and it was actually not my guitar. It was my mom's guitar. So we shared a guitar. Okay. Uh, and so we, we both, we, we both took lessons and we would literally like, she would, kind of try to play the chord and pass the guitar to me and I would try to play the chord and then uh, but after about three months of that um, my mom gave up and she was like this hurts too much and so I kind of inherited the guitar okay. and uh, and started started playing it and you know for about two or three years I was just obsessed with um, just writing um, you know less learning other songs and just trying to like write my own songs I think I might have you know written six the 10 songs like in the first like couple years like i it you know they didn't like flow out of me or anything but they were also like just really terrible like teen angst songs that 
you know, I was playing a lot of power chords, which led me to, uh, from the acoustic guitar to get an electric guitar. And so I played in a punk rock band for about three years in my early 20s. And, uh, and then I ultimately gravitated back to the acoustic guitar um, just because I love the sound of it and just the, um, the resonance and just being able to, I, I really love just the arpeggiation and finger picking and that kind of sound. And you can't really get that out of an electric. So I, I gravitated back to the acoustic. And then from my mid-20s and on, I started experimenting with a looping pedal and just really getting into like experimental sounds and like different pedals and delay modulation and uh and just seeing what i could do with that modulation delay stuff and then and then looping that and then creating like my own like beats by like you know kind of palm muting the strings and and thumping on the the um the bottom of the guitar and yeah. just to get some percussion and um and just really experimenting so that's kind of my sorry i, I ramble I no man this is interesting to me <laughs> but uh yeah but that was kind of my evolution of um of playing uh and um yeah now i'm just kind of kind of going back to my roots really with yash and yimmy and uh focusing just on writing thoughtful lyrics uh and really uh honing in on these harmonies and like trying to create some really cool um harmonies and uh and different sounds and um and yeah and just working with jimmy has just been really great because he's really good at, at just song structure and uh you know we'll you know Lately, because he lives in, you know, Corpus and I live in San Antonio and the whole quarantine, you know, or COVID thing, we're sending each other voice memos back and forth. And so that's kind of our way of songwriting right now is like, he'll send me an idea or I'll send him an idea and we kind of work it out. And the next time we have a show, you know, we'll get together a little early and we'll kind of try to work on it a little bit, little bits at a time. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of how we've been been working at it right now it's interesting I, I i'm always interested to hear how uh how, how people have kind of gotten to where they are right now and i appreciate you opening up on that josh glenn is our guest yeah. from from yash and yimmy <laughs> is there any chance that um you'd explain how you chose to go instead by yash and yimmy as opposed to your actual first names <laughs> yeah so um really it started off as just kind of a temporary because the, so the first couple of years that we were playing together we were mostly just kind of opening up for each other and occasionally just hanging out on stage while the other one was playing a song and, and harmonizing or, um, you know, not really doing much musically other than just maybe just adding a little bit here and there. And, and so we would just kind of bill ourselves as, as just Josh and Jimmy. Uh, we did just use our, our actual names. And so there's this other musician, um, uh, Jim James of my morning jacket. Um, and when he plays solo, when Jim James, release releases solo albums or uh i think he just goes by jim james but he'll refer to himself as yim james okay. and uh and so i i kind of took that and i was like you know what if we just dropped the j's and went with wise and uh and so that was just about as, as clever as we could as, as we could get i guess and, okay. uh, we um it just kind of stuck we uh we released that first ep americana summer and uh we we were like well let's just I mean, we've been going by Yash and Yimmy, and we just kind of just did it because it was the only thing that we could think of at the time, I guess. <laughs> but, no, that's um, cool. I was uh, yeah. I wasn't sure that it wasn't going to come from some kind of like uh, inspiration from a from a child or something who you know referred to you <laughs> no, guys. No, as... <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish we had a more uh, uh, cool uh, story behind it, but it's yeah, you can you can thank uh, Jim James of my morning jacket. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very good. Yeah. I, I appreciate you explaining that. Well, we are joined by Josh Glenn of Yash and Yemi today on 88.9 KETR. Uh, regarding the uh, the songwriting on Three Rivers, um, it seems like you guys have kind of uh, split up the songs with some individual compositions and, and a few co-writes. Yeah, we wanted to kind of jump off of, you know, because we had just released, you know, Americana Summer a couple of years before, and so we were really wanting to get in the studio, record some stuff. And so we had started, we have, you know, we kind of co-wrote, uh, we co-wrote Proof and we co-wrote uh, a song called uh, Wake um, for the album. And then, yeah, the other ones are, are pretty much kind of songs that Jimmy wrote or songs that I wrote, but that we also kind of worked on adding extra composition to each other's songs. So we did kind of, you know, one of us had written the song, but you know, we added some stuff here and there. Um, but yeah, it was just important for us to get into the studio and get these songs down. And, um, and we love every single song on here. And like, some of them are like really old songs, like I said, but, um, but yeah, I, I feel like we, we really tried to kind of put our own influence on each other's songs so that they kind of still kind of cohede and, um, kind of you know fit and uh i'm trying to think yeah uh mckinley farm is a song that i wrote um that's a newer newer one about my backyard chickens my girlfriend and I has uh chickens and i'm realizing that it's you know chickens don't live as long so like these the song is going to be before i know it we're going to have brand new chickens and i'm going to have to write a sequel to it <laughs> that's one of my uh total favorites from the record i'm so glad that's a, a oh, based yeah. on a true story too <laughs> oh yeah no it's all it's all true although Rebecca, I will say, is uh, no longer my favorite chicken. Oh? I say in the song that she's one of my favorites, but she's been picking on a lot of the other chickens now, and so oh. my story is changing. So maybe in the sequel, I have to like kind of re rewrite her verse. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love them all. Like they're they're such fun and uh, so rewarding uh, to have. Like, it's, and every time you go out, you just have kind of a a uh, Easter egg hunt for your for your breakfast and yeah. so they literally lay everywhere like there's not one spot that that they choose like they will lay in the middle of the shed they've laid in the middle of the yard before they've laid eggs in our neighbor's yard so wow like, <laughs> we literally have to like go and search for them but it, it's always fun keeps keeps life exciting yeah i have to say that uh, mckinley farm is uh, is truly an inspiration for for punny animal names for people out there <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> yeah you can thank my girlfriend for that she uh she basically co-wrote it because she named all the chickens oh nice okay. uh, credit credit to uh, brianna parker okay <laughs> for, for that <laughs> very nice shifting gears a little bit tell me about uh mason shirley who i believe you worked with on the new album yeah, no, he is he is great. Um, he's got such a good ear uh, for stuff, and and he really did help us. Uh, we did co-produce it with him. Uh, he he laid down uh, all the bass tracks that are on the album, uh, electric guitar. Yeah, he was uh, the one behind that, and just just built the soundscape like what we used. Um, you know, for uh, for Wake, um, I can't remember if it was Jimmy or Mason that suggested. Uh, trying a, a classical guitar instead of a steel guitar because I was doing a lot of this like real like finger arpeggiation with a lot of hammer-ons and, and offs and it was just the steel strings were kind of interfering and way once we you know he suggested we switch to a classical guitar and like and I was like oh my gosh that sounds so much nicer and warmer uh, and then he was also just really willing to to try uh some of our crazy ideas and uh you know like putting the crazy uh, 
like delay effects, like, you know, on, on ghosts uh, in the darkness and just let me kind of go wild on the, uh, you know, the guitar coming up with these weird, uh, you know, you know, polyrhythms and stuff that really kind of, I think really, that was one of my favorite songs on the album, Ghost in the Darkness, and that the delay in there was like really cool. Um, and then um, like letting us try stuff like for Breathe Again, like when we, uh, those big stomps that you're hearing, um, it's uh, it's us like banging on uh, the our guitar cases, our empty guitar cases, and then like the side of a, of a speaker, uh, like a plastic speaker. So we're like Jimmy and I are just like banging on these <laughs> things and uh, nice. yeah, to just to get that those that big sound. But yeah, just him like being able to just let us explore and uh, and just helping you know guide us in the in the right direction. And so um, yeah, Mason is is incredible. Um, and yeah, you, we you, we look forward to working with him again. And you so. did it in uh, the album was done in his studio. Yeah, yeah, it was done in his studio, all except for uh, the very first track, Early Sun, which I recorded with uh, here in San Antonio with. Um, Brant Sankey of uh, Studio E. Um, he was more used to uh, recording my uh, my looping stuff, my style of looping and everything. I have a, a solo album that I recorded with Brant um, uh, called Orange Moon. And um, but yeah, so but with the exception of that song, uh, the rest of it was recorded with Mason. Yeah, I saw yeah. that he had done a lot of work with uh, with many others. Uh, was this record a, a truly uh, Texas creation? I think it was all done locally, wasn't it? Yeah, no, all the uh, all the people who played on the album uh, were were local, with the exception of the cello players uh, who were from uh, Nashville. Uh, we did uh, um, send out uh, two tracks uh, for "Without a Barrier" and uh, "Ghost in the Darkness," the yeah. two songs that have cello. Yeah, those. Uh, Melody Chase and uh, Emily Nelson are out of uh, Nashville and, and provided some amazing cello uh, for those two songs. Uh, but yeah, no, Ty Dietz, who plays harmonica on uh, Down and Out, he's a local uh, Corpus Christi uh, native, and he's an amazing songwriter on his own, Ty Dietz. And uh, Owen Stroud, also from Corpus, Andrew Reyes, Chris Reedus, uh, one of the greatest drummers that I know. <laughs> uh, he's just amazing and just such a an amazing dude just in general um he also played the hammer dulcimer on proof okay which, which comes in on the last uh the last two choruses um he just happened to have that instrument in the studio and just okay. <laughs> he was like do you want to see it and i was like yeah like and so he started playing it and was like oh my gosh you have to put that sure <laughs> on one of our songs <laughs> so uh but yeah no everybody was local except for except for those two uh cellos. josh glenn from yash and yemi is my special guest today on notably texan <laughs> And uh, this is a listener-supported 88.9 KETR, and, and uh, you guys as creators of Americana music, uh, can I safely assume that you both appreciate uh, what public radio brings to places like here in Northeast Texas? Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, definitely. Support your local radio station, your local public radio, and uh, I think it's super important, and I, I love what you guys do, uh, you know, supporting the, the local music scene. Are there uh, some things in particular that, uh, that you found that you like about uh, listener-supported radio and, and why it's kind of worthy of people's donations? It opens up your ears to, like, new music, you know, that you wouldn't otherwise hear. And so uh, I think that's, that's super awesome. And if you want to keep hearing stuff like that, you got to <laughs> – yeah, even Lula. My yeah, dog is, she's, uh, is she's a huge you know, NPR fan. <laughs> she's, she's all about it, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, yeah. you, you can't beat that test testimonial right there, so. <laughs> that's right. I mean – she she knows she knows good she knows good uh, stations. That's all I can <laughs> well, say. Uh, she's got good taste, uh, as do you. Um, 
Yeah. So, so, so what's next on the on the Yash and Yemi plan? I know that uh, it looked like you guys just uh, wrapped up a ton of touring this summer. Are you kind of catching your breath a bit right now? We yeah, we are. Uh, we are catching our breath. We did have a, uh, an amazing uh, tour. Uh, we it took us you know all over the Midwest, and uh, yeah, we had a really good time. Uh, but we are exhausted. <laughs> We're taking taking a little bit of of time just to catch our breath, but we do have some other shows coming up and, um, uh, later this year. And our goal really like for next year is like to play more festivals. That's what we're going to really try for. Um, there's, there's so many festivals all over Texas, the Kerrville folk festival, the, you know, um, there's one out in West Texas. Uh, we have some shows coming up. Um, let's see, uh, in December, uh, December 15th and 16th, we're playing out in uh, West Texas at, uh, the starlight theater. Um, which is one of our favorite places in Terlingua, the ghost town out there. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're playing back-to-back nights out there. Um, I know it's kind of far for people, but if you want to plan a trip, uh, it, it really is like one of the most beautiful places in Texas. Um, but then before that, uh, we're playing November 19th at uh, our favorite uh, little brewery in Bandera, uh, the Bandera Ale Project. Um, and so that'll be November 19th. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully if we have some time, uh, we might try, uh, our, our goal is also to kind of record some Christmas songs. So oh. we're going to look into like maybe releasing a Christmas EP. If we don't do it this year, we're definitely doing it next year. Okay. Um, but I would love to, to do some Christmas music. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those rare few who, who appreciate <laughs> Christmas music, not not all year long, but yes, just for the holidays. <laughs> no, I get it. I would uh, love to have some Yash and Yemi uh, holiday music to to pull out uh, in, right? the, in that special time yeah. of year too. And I'm sure that you guys have always got new uh, song ideas popping up. Yeah, yeah, we we're working on some some new stuff uh, right now. I know Jimmy's got it, sent me a few songs uh, song ideas just in the last couple weeks, uh, and then. I've got a few things that some ideas that I've jotted down. So we're yeah, we've got some stuff in in the in the works. One of our one of the things we really want to do is do a writers retreat. We just want to go out and uh, yeah, and just I, I love camping, so I'm going to try to see if I can drag Jimmy out and uh, <laughs> and we can we can go uh, uh, hike around and uh, and just yeah, tent it up and try to try to do some writing. But um, yeah, because we live in two different cities, it's kind of hard to right. get together. But but yeah, yeah, we we got some stuff in the in the pipeline for sure. I understand that this internet thing is really taking off. So uh, where can people find you guys online? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so social media wise, you can find us uh, at Yash and Yimmy. That's Y O S H uh, and uh, Yimmy, like Jimmy uh, Y I M M Y. Um, and we also have a website, just uh, yashandyimmy dot com. Uh, and that's probably the best place you can go because that'll you can branch off anywhere wherever you social media of choice or um, you know wherever you live online you can find us you can find a, a link from from there so uh, we're on YouTube as well um, but yeah just check out yashinyimi.com and that'll get you to the right the right spot and they can also see pictures of uh, of you guys uh, magnificent uh, red beards too <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah definitely there's an amazing. Uh, one line drawing that my friend Lola did. Uh, that's our uh, kind of our logo right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> um, she uh, she drew that uh, for us, and she started with one one spot and never picked up the pen and just like wrote. It, it was amazing, like how cool it turned out. But yeah, I've seen um, that. But yeah. I, I didn't actually pick up on that. There was a one line drawing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, she did such a cool job with it. Yeah, uh, she also is the one who designed the album cover, incidentally, as well. Oh, okay. So, but uh, yeah, we got videos uh, up on our website. Um, we do this uh, thing on YouTube right now. It's called uh, Rolling the Dice with Yash and Yemi. It's one part drinking game, one part playing music. It's a kind of a fun thing that we started during the, the quarantine or the, the COVID uh, thing and just to kind of connect with people. And uh, we need to do some more episodes. I think right now we've only got three or four episodes up, but it's something fun you can check out. Nice. Uh, and you can find that on our website, uh, yashandyemi.com. Well, man, I've been uh, looking forward to, to this chat, and I, I sincerely appreciate your your time and stories today. I, I hope that Yash and Yimmy continue yeah. to find the uh, the audience that they deserve. Well, thank you so much. It's been a lot of a lot of fun talking to you, and uh, just yeah, appreciate the uh, support, and yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing, and hope to do this again soon. It's been a pleasure, man. I, I will look forward to. Hopefully, next time we'll be able to get to both members of the duo, uh, <laughs> maybe even in studio. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll look forward to it. And it was a real treat getting to know more about Josh Glenn from Yash and Yemi today. We appreciate all these stories and insights. So thanks to Josh for speaking to us at length. And a big thanks to Adam Dawson from Broken Jukebox Media for facilitating this chat. I'm your host and producer, Matt Menke. If you'd like to learn more about Notably Texan on 88.9 KETR, visit our site, KETR.org.